0: My radio is at me. Oh, I got to hit twice. That All right, there twice. it is. I oh, hit it twice. Keep your eye on that battery there, Fatty. Yeah, I got to look at the battery, <laughs> battery. Fatty. <laughs> All ah. right. John Fatigate. We missed you, Fatty. Hey, Fatty. John Fatigate, stand up labs. Definitely not listening, that's for sure. We moved networks, folks. We're independent.
1: We are independent.
0: Yes. Well, like Bernie. Oh, is he indie? He's indie. Oh, he's Indy, big time indie. Jones.
1: He's indie, but then he had to run as a Democrat, so now it's a whole situation. Who knows what? Boy, I had a real Trump chat with a guy, a real-life Trumper. In Texas? In Texas, Tejas. Tejas. My good pal. And uh, he was like, you you start to think, like, these guys must be out of their minds. Uh Uh-huh. This guy's in his mind. He's just, you know, incorrect.
0: I know a couple Trumpies who are, you know, good, decent folk. They're just old-fashioned, I guess.
1: Yeah, I suppose. But here's the thing. This is where... I, mean, I don't want to start talking about politics. People oh, will be... Not out be of the gate. They'll be tuning out. Any part of the gate. We'll, we'll do it on a queef.
0: No gate, and they're going to pay for it.
1: But some of these people, they admit, they're like, oh, yeah, his behavior is humiliating, but I like his policy. But like, that's strange. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's completely humiliating. He's a fucking idiot. But, uh, you know, I like it. Right. But you're like, that's odd. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: think
1: that's odd to be like, yeah, yes. I am humiliated by him, yeah. but I like his uh, policy, so I don't care. You're well, like, oh, that's weird. He is entertaining. Yeah, he's very entertaining. All right, we better not talk about uh, it. All right. Uh, God bless America. It's a great country. We're doing great.
0: He's better than most comics out there. I'll say that.
1: At humor? Humor. Or at t- <laughs> tweeting?
0: <laughs> I mean, he does a great retard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he retards, makes fat jokes about women. I don't know. There's some funny stuff there. I just
1: I was reading that, uh, you know, I'm a big Pearl Jam guy. They got into some heat because their poster... Uh, portrayed Donald Trump like dead, getting eaten by a bird. And all these people on the thing were like, this is classless. Fuck Pearl. The class, like you, I mean, this is the one thing I'll say (laughs) politically. You have no moral high ground. If you want to vote for Trump, be Trump and, and politics, conservative, whatever it is, but you can't call people classless uh-huh. if you're sub- like he's literally been like, <laughs> like making fun of retard[s] <laughs> and grabbing by the pussy. So like, make fun of liberals for like their ridiculous hypocrisy. I mean, we shit on liberals more sure. than anybody, more than we oh, shit on yeah. conservatives. Definitely. Uh, I mean, they've they've gone bananas, batshit. The new left, they're idiots. But like, and and talk about taxes and shit on Obama, whatever you want to do. But you can't be like Pearl Jam is classless if you're. Trump is the definition of classless.
0: Oh, yeah. He's, he's got a tie with tape on it.
1: I mean, he's calling Amorosa a dog. He's calling <laughs> shit LeBron hole. an idiot. I mean, shithole shit countries. I mean, the literally retard voice yeah. and phase. It's like. What are you talking about? That guy.
0: He's talking about his dick size? Was yes. That was good. Yeah, yeah. He's
1: talking about his dick size in a presidential debate. Like, uh-huh. make any argument except for Pearl Jam is
0: classless. Yeah.
1: I mean, like, what are you doing, you fucking uh, idiots?
0: Also, Eddie Vedder climbs things. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's in shorts and combat boots. I know. Well, <laughs> that
1: was some time ago, but
0: <laughs> but still, <laughs> I'm thinking of my gay sister.
1: Rock and roll, baby. Yeah. Anyways, sorry for the poly. That's all we'll talk about. But oh, uh, yeah. oh my god, we're down to one bar on the oh. battery I mean, this could be does it blink before it dies i
0: think it'll it'll go to zero bars and then we'll both shit ourselves
1: i think it blinks doesn't
0: it i think it blinks so well, do you we have to
1: use i'm a blinker we have to use i uh, wait 182 oh, what boy uh, blink 182 oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's not bad nah. blinker but your turn your blinker off old man
1: Anyways, we have to use it down to the nothing because otherwise we're just throwing away good batteries. I if we agree. only use it on the two battery
0: thing. I bought a chub pack.
1: We're on the 13th battery already. A chub pack? That's what you call like bulk. a bulk. Oh, bulk. I buy bulk. Chub pack is what's in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> I got a big, big chub pack. Hey,
0: I got my seller spots at 9.55. Ooh. Never get a
1: 9.55. I'm oh. always getting 3 a.m., 4 a.m.
0: 9.55. That's good. That means you're... Early, but not first. Yes. Uh Uh-oh, I got mine. And she says, quit the business. Wow. Oh, I got a 940. I got two 940s. Damn it. That means I'm first.
1: This reminded me of something. uh, Mike Vecchione has a new album out right now. It's called The Worst Kind of Thoughtful. Came out on Friday. I love Mike. Go buy it. Don't even think about it. Don't try to steal it. Don't try to whatever. Go purchase this, or stream it. I'm sure you get residuals, whatever. Mike Vecchione, one of the best comics. The reason I thought of it, I... I was sitting next to him the other day. We did Bobby's pod. He got his seller spots. The The text was 10 inches long.
0: Oh, really? That
1: guy is working the cellar.
0: Yeah, he's a chub pack, that guy. He's killing it. And one of the bad people talk about, oh, there's no good comics anymore. He's good. Oh, he's he, great. Go buy his shit.
1: As good as it gets, go listen to it. He's got a chub pack a mile long. His His dick is longer than that text message. Is
0: he packing?
1: No, actually, I just realized he's not.
0: Yeah, he's built like R two D two.
1: I forgot. I talk. I brought it up. On, I was like, "You have the face of a guy with a huge dick," and he's like, "I really don't have a huge ah,
0: dick. That's a bummer." Poor guy. He stands like he does. He's like a mountain of a man, even though he's he's shorter, but he's 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 built.
1: He's a real man. I mean, yeah, that guy's he's a man.
0: Brick house. That guy. Dude. Yeah. Funny as a Jew.
1: Yeah, I mean my wife did like a nine hour car ride. I was like, oh boy, this could be I'm gonna be divorced by the end of this.
0: Yeah, he's beefy. He's you, got guns.
1: You ever have that feeling with women where you have a nice girl and I got a nice girl, but you ever think like, boy, if she really did some research, I'd be out.
0: Sexual research?
1: It's not even just sexual, just as a man. Like, I we've talked about this before. I was in Santa Cruz, you go to Oahu, you watch these guys surf. I'm like, uh, how yeah. are we getting laid? These uh, guys with like flowy hair and every muscle's tight and they're like they just surf and like drink seawater. I'm like, I, I want to blow this
0: guy. They're talking to the dolphins. They're in with nature. They're swinging on vines. I was in Hawaii for a comedy fest. It was me and a bunch of dorks climbing this rock, and then we looked over the rock. we're supposed to jump in, and we're like, I can't do it. Ah! And these fucking natives came up with spears and ponytails, and they were doing backflips and kicking us in the dick and then doing a handstand, then a backflip out of the handstand into the water to a perfect dive. I'm like, God damn, these are men.
1: Where do they get those cloths? I'd like to wear one of those cloths.
0: I think they make them. Really? They make them out of out of leaves.
1: Do we have any Hawaii fans? I feel like we never get any Hawaiian tweets.
0: Oh uh, yeah, let's do a live in Hawaii. Oh, that would be nice. Like Elvis. Uh huh. <laughs> will satellite yes. feed
1: that shit. Yeah. If, you, if, if you're in Hawaii, send me a cloth. I'd love to walk around with a cloth on.
0: Loin cloth.
1: What is loin? There's a tender loin, and yeah. then there's...
0: there's your loins, pork? By loins.
1: Pork loin?
0: Do you have loins? You know, your loins are, are growling or whatever when you get horny. Oh, really? You know, you gotta set your loin. What is it? Sew your roots or your oats and loin- your loins? Loin bridges? <laughs> 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 um, I gotta get my
1: notes here. Inside Loin Davis. Oh, uh, yeah. Boy, I just rewatched Inside Loin Davis. That movie is masterful.
0: Oh, so good. I l- that's the one guy I would bang. Like, Oscar you know, Isaac? You know, if your girlfriend's like, hey, if you could if you had to fuck one guy, who would it be? It'd be him for me. Oh, really? He's hot. He's interesting. He's, a, he's an artist. He picks good roles. He's a good actor. Guatemalan. Is he Guadi? He was born in Guatemala. Squatty Guadi.
1: Yeah, he's a squatty body Guatemali.
0: Wow. I thought he was uh an Ital I Jew.
1: Well, he can play anything, this guy. I mean, yeah. he's dead. He was like kind of an Italianish Jew in Lewin Davis. Then he's whatever. Oh, I watched. Ex Machina. He's in, those movies are two masterpieces. Amazing.
0: Back to back.
1: I mean, those are two of the best movies I've ever seen in my whole life. There you go. And uh, A Violent Year is good, too. I, a Most I, Violent Year. I
0: thought it was hard to get through.
1: Yeah, I thought it was good. As it's I watched good. it, I'm like, that's oh, a good movie. He's good. He's got great hair. I'm gay. Not particularly violent
0: for no. a violent year. I was waiting for more violent. I'm not a big gore gook.
1: <laughs> um,
0: but I wanted some more.
1: Well, he he won the popular election gore. Hello, folks. Hey hey.
0: <laughs> well, that's a, an ugly truth. Inconvenient. Inconvenient. Yes. But not that attractive either. No, he's got a bad neck.
1: Tipper's not the best either.
0: Tipper? <laughs> <I don't laughs> Who's even tipper? Know her. That's his wife. Ah.
1: Tippa gore. Alright. Tipper go, dude. A big tipper. Uh where do we start? Where do we go? I mean, you want to do something uh, you got a big thing. We should save that for the uh yeah, i
0: finale that Nazi.
1: Alright. Well I got a couple yeah, things. Talk Nothing to me. crazy. Well
0: how was Tejas?
1: Tejas. You know, I love Tejas. My wife is sure. from there and uh, everything's bigger. I always wanna like get off the plane and my dick just grows. It'd be nice. <laughs> you know? Texas toast. But uh I got upgraded to first class. Ooh! Love a first class. Nothing better because Nothing. It, we fly all the time, and then I've had mul- a bunch of flights cross-country and international. So I got to go to JFK, ah. and as you may or may not know, I live about ten minutes from Laguardia Airport. So yes. JFK kills me because I got to drive past Laguardia to ah, get there.
0: the word I hate JFK.
1: Uh, you, you, you're looking out there, your head pressed against the window, looking at the Lagu, when yeah. I got to go to JFK. Right. Uh, but I fly, so I'm flying out of LaGuardia, direct flight, 10 minutes from my house, first class, first one on the plane, first one off the plane, and we talk so bad much about horrible travel. I. It's important to be grateful for good travel.
0: You got that right.
1: I had two flights. The flight home from Dallas left early. You ever hear what? that? They were like, well, we're all accounted for. We're out of here. That
0: seems illegal.
1: We. And it, well, because everyone's on there.
0: I like that. It
1: would be fucked up if one person hadn't made it. You right. can't leave early.
0: You just see the guy running down the tarmac.
1: Yeah, but he's like, we got 72 souls on board. We're hitting it. And I was like, great. We got in about 35 minutes early. I was literally the first one off the plane, which feels good. It's fun to watch the door come in. Yes. The whole yes. Zzz-
0: Now, were you, because sometimes on those smaller planes, it's a row of one, and then there's a two row on the other side of the aisle, like a row of two seats. I was in the two. Okay. It's always nice when you're in the one on first class, one A.
1: Tried to get the one. I was one C, but I was an aisle, so I don't know how, oh, because they keep it kosher. You're wearing
0: uh, wearing a onesie.
1: Because C is the aisle seat all the way down, so Ah. even if it's A, there's just no B, it's A, C, D.
0: What? Oh. When it's
1: one and two, there's no B.
0: Why not go A, B, C?
1: Because they want to keep it consistent, so C is on the left all the way down. Interesting. So if you're like the flight attendant walking down, you're like 1C and 15C and 16C are all essentially on the same side. I hear ya. Otherwise, you'd have a
0: B over here and no C over there. Oh, yeah. I don't know what a B. We're, we're running out of Bs.
1: Oh, that's true.
0: Hurting the uh, economy.
1: Yeah, climate change, the environment, nobody cares, mm. Trump. Mm, mm, um, mm, 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 Gore Dipper <laughs>
0: <laughs> Big Dipper 20% There you go A- Anyway So I
1: get to Dallas And uh, I like Dallas The first thing I do I go to Dallas I hang out I go to the movie Angelica Theater I saw Black Klansmen.
0: Oh do tell That's pretty good all right, you like a Spike Lee joint?
1: I do not like a Spike Lee joint. I think he stinks, frankly. Uh, I don't want to say stinks. He's overrated. I think he's the most overrated filmmaker of uh, maybe possibly ever. This guy.
0: I'll tell you, I watched one of his movies uh, last weekend. I thought he the whole time because it sucked. Which one was it? It's called Inside Man. Oh, I know Inside that Man. That movie stink the dialogue is so bad. It's so tropey and cliche. It's uh it's horrific.
1: Yeah, I feel bad. I'm not into it. The twenty fifth hour has parts I like yeah. and uh, do the right thing. I just I, I like, but I don't love. I never thought it was as brilliant as everybody thought.
0: Stylistically though, it looks cool.
1: It looks cool, yeah. It looks fine. All right. I just never thought he was uh, particularly great. This is my favorite of the Spike Lee okay. films. I say there's a lot of humor in it, and uh, it's fun. It's dramatic. I didn't some of it. I'm like, what's
0: going on here? Is that's it a ton of k- whitey sucks?
1: Ah, uh, not really. I mean, it's about fucking the KKK. Sure. So it's like it's KKK sucks. It doesn't. Okay. I, I didn't feel overly like, oh boy, we're the devil. But it's hard to watch sometimes. We talk about like real racism.
0: It's a bummer.
1: Is br- it's brutal when oh, people yeah. are just like. It's like a group of KKK guys hanging out, so you're like, oh, God, this is awful.
0: I know. It really is like, ah. The whipping and the the chasing a black guy down through the forest with a truck, and then they got the the noose hanging. Ah, just the N-words. It terrifies me.
1: Those hard N-words are unpleasant. Yes. Speaking of which, my mother's calling. Uh, (laughs) Ah. I'll
0: ignore her.
1: (laughs) But anyways, went and saw that. Then Friday, I go down to Dealey Plaza, which I've spent time there before, but I can't not be there I'm drawn this is where Kennedy was shot if you're not familiar folks back
0: into the left back
1: into politics again uh-huh. uh, but
0: the liberal I, left
1: I can't not go there I'm drawn to it it's such an amazing place in the world if you, you gotta go if you love America and history and murder and conspiracy and I mean, uh, is it
0: all mapped out? Do they go, this is the X where he his head got blown out and his wife jizz, and this is where the guy was in the book jizz depository. I mean, is the whole thing there. Yeah,
1: well, it's well, it's the book depository is like. Kept exactly. It looks exactly the way it looked. Uh-huh. And there's a museum, the sixth floor museum. You can go up there. You can go up there and stand essentially where he stood. Wow, it's amazing museum. And then there's an X where he first gets shot in the back slash throat. And then there's the X where his head gets blown off. Woo! And then there's like some crazy guys down there like pitching conspiracy theory. But it's great. They're just sitting there like hey, Check out this photo. They're like showing you photos of his guts and his asshole. Cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And then everything looks the same. Where Zabrudo was standing is still there. You can fucking stand where he was standing. He's the guy who filmed it? He's the filmer, yeah. Got it. Big Jew. Uh, Uh Uh-huh. So it's so cool. And then you can watch. I, I sat there for, like, hours, both going through both their thoughts. Like, Oswald, you're standing in the same spot, and you're looking, like, up. There's, like, Houston Street. There's Main Street. And then he took a right onto Houston and a left onto Elm. And you're looking. You're like... Lee Harvey Oswald's a real guy. That really happened. You get you lose that in history sometimes. Uh, that you're like, oh yeah, he shot him. It's just stats, it's books. But that was a real human being who's 24 years old, I think. Maybe 26. Whoa. I think he was 24. And he had to have been sitting there for like a half hour waiting, like the parade route. Right? He's like, he knows he's coming. He's like, Am I gonna do this? Am I not gonna do this? And then like the first car comes, the second car, you've got to be like, that's not him, that's not him. Right.
0: There he is. It's like you first see him.
1: Like you think about like you go to, like, a Pearl Jam show, and the anticipation is right. so much. And then it's like, there they
0: come! Yes. Here we go!
1: He had that with Kennedy. He's like, that's him. He's right there, in the flesh. Probably the first time he's ever seen him in the flesh.
0: Yes, and that was when a president was a fucking president.
1: Yeah, and, like, you didn't see him all the time. Sure. You saw him three times on a black and white TV. He wasn't tweeting fucking at, 11 yes. times at civilians in Ask the morning.
0: not what your country can do for you. He was that guy. He was the game changer. He was the Catholic Mick. New game. Big, New England.
1: And then he's he's coming up the thing, and then like his heart must be pounding, and then he doesn't do him there, and he turns, and he's like, all right, here we go, I'm, I'm in. Ooh. There had to have been a moment right before where he was like, Oh, yeah. Three shots, one misses, he hits him in the back, then he gets that kill shot, the pink missed.
0: Oh, the wife's going bananas. She jumps on top of him. She's screaming. She Camelot! chases the brain.
1: I mean, the whole thing Conley's hit, the whole
0: bullshit. They said she was trying to hold his brain in the skull. She went to grab it.
1: Like She's like, we're going to need that.
0: Oh, wow. She had it.
1: Shock, you know? Yeah. Well, someone, the government's got it. Somebody's got it. So,
0: what do you think? Is it a, a cahoots? Is it a hoax? Is it a, well, a Dumbledore?
1: I think Lee Harvey Oswald shot him from the sixth story, is what I think. Okay. Um, because they have all these conspiracies that the magic bullet and all this bullshit, but. The Conley was sitting lower than him and to the left of him and was turning. Like when you watch JFK, the movie, or whatever, they show this magic bullet theory. They they presume that Conley was sitting directly in front of him at the same level, which isn't true. Uh-huh. He was sitting inward and turning and lower than him. So uh-huh. that, But how Oswald came to be, if he was working with him, he said, I'm just a patsy, the whole thing. I don't know, the CIA, the Cubans, the mob, all the stuff. It's fascinating, and it seems weird that it's just one guy, but maybe it was. And then Ruby kills it. The whole thing is bananas. Now, who's Ruby? Jack Ruby was a nightclub owner with, with mob ties. He murders Oswald on live TV.
0: Just at a courthouse or
1: they bring him out of the police station someone must have snuck oh, him in there Oh, wow it's so crazy like imagine now watching the president get shot in the face then sure. two days later the guy that shot him gets shot on TV
0: wow that would be cool that would be uh that'd be a pay-per-view
1: unbelievable Netflix the whole thing
0: yeah so let me ask you this now Please. this is what 63 63 okay 63 63 no. and embracing it <laughs> late december so uh president's coming down 63 there's no security there's no cell phones not really much camera one guy's got a fucking super eight yep. some jew filming this and the president shot in the head by a guy in a in a book depository building Now, there's a ton of security, you can't go to the airport with a cup of jizz, you get pulled out, you get flagged, you're going through the uh, woo-woo-woo, radioactive man. Yes. Metal detector. Thank you. What's better? Do we want a world where we don't have all this bullshit and all this security, and you got to go through metal detectors all day long, get patted down, and cavity search, and the blue glove, and the anal breaching? Or, do we want to take some risks? and have a maybe have a guy get shot.
1: I would some guys I'd love to be shot. But sure. I mean you don't want to live in a world where the president is easily, easily shot, but some of this stuff I don't know it's hard to uh stop now. I mean I think that all the time with the president Obama and Trump like it seems like you could still kill a president. I mean like Yeah, I guess so. No one seems to be attempting too much. When well, we talked about this a bunch when we were in DC, we talked to the secret service guy there for a minute. But remember, huh? You and I, we were smoking cigars, talking about shooting the president. Oh, yeah. It was a whole thing. Because, like, cool. Louie had the hotel room. We were like, we can see right into the fucking White House here.
0: Yes, that's right. They
1: must have to check stuff. There's a whole thing, but
0: I don't a know. icy.
1: Yeah, he was icy.
0: I guess he got to be icy.
1: Yeah, he's supposed to make you be icy. Not ISIS. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, it still feels like there's got to be, like, opportunity. Because they can't be checking all the houses and the doors, the whole thing. But I, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know how it works. But...
0: I think just a give and a take, it's like new, people say New York. New York used to be dangerous, it was edgy, there was porno everywhere, and hookers and jizz and uh, uh, heroin, and now it's MM stores, and it's all a bunch of douchebags and Dwayne Reeds. But you can walk down the street. Yeah,
1: I, I never really understand that romanticism of everyone getting mugged. I've talked to yeah. Colin about it. He's like, I saw someone get mugged on both sides of the same street at the same time. Oh, wow. And he's like, everybody got mugged. Like, Noam talks about it, too. Like, everybody got mugged. Pretty regularly
0: Yeah you had your dummy wallet They had all these yeah, things like, People talk about
1: It was horrible Like like Colin's like He's like I miss that Because that's how I grew up with. He's like but It was horrible It's terrible Yeah Like obviously this is better yeah. I never feel unsafe in New York
0: You heard that Larry David story Where he said he'd walk From the improv to his apartment It was like six blocks And he would have to pretend To be handicapped So nobody would mess <laughs> with him So he's walking down the street Doing like the Trump retard Oh that's hilarious Yeah <laughs> That's classless um, uh-huh. Full Classless chaps I never understand assless chaps. I don't get assless chaps. That's what a chap is. Yeah, they're all assless. Yeah, I don't get it. And they're classless.
1: Um, There's no class with chaps. No, no. Maybe chapstick. That could be a bumper sticker. There's no class with chaps. I like it. All right. School's out.
0: Hey, hey, folks. Uh, I got to talk to you about Away First Class Luggage at a Coach Price. Pretty clever. I love Away. They gave us a free suitcase. This thing's my favorite. I was a duffel man. I got rid of the duff. Now I'm a suitcase douche. I love the Away. I travel every weekend. I take it everywhere. It's got a combination lock. It's a perfect size. It's light as hell. It fits in every overhead. But you can also get the big one or or the carry-on, whatever you like. Uh, it's got the battery in it, the battery's key, plug that puppy in overnight, you get five iPhone charges out of the battery, count them, that's a Finsky, Hot Fiver, I love the Away, it comes with a laundry bag, it's got adapters in it, just in case you're in Europe or some weird Russian area, check it out, get on board, love the Away, you got a 100-day free trial, you don't like it, send that puppy right back, free shipping, the whole Jew, and, uh, yeah, just a big fan. Uh, we got a special offer for you. Love Away. I'm actually sitting on my Away right now waiting on a flight. God, I hate Delta. All right, $20 off a suitcase. Visit awaytravel.com Tuesdays. And use promo code Tuesdays. That's 20 bones off, 20 clams, smackers, bucks. $20 off a suitcase. Visit awaytravel.com Tuesdays. And use promo code TUESDAYS. Check it out. Give it a whirl. I love them. Take it easy. Back to the show.
1: But anyways, I went down there. Great, great time. I mean, just. And then. Oh, that was the other thing. Like Kennedy. Same thing. Then I go downstairs to the grassy knoll. The whole thing. I'm doing the whole thing, going through his head. This guy has no idea. He's just sitting there. His head is about to get blown off. Yeah, and he's just sitting there waving, "Hi, everybody, hello." Wow. And they were like, there was a news report that you can watch all the news footage. They're like, well, all the all the fear because it was a very hostile area. Sure. Texas, they hate them. Someone put out that. Wanted for treason with his picture on there. Like, mm. there was, like, some serious stuff happening. Yeah. And they were like, any idea, any any thoughts of a threat to Kennedy were obviously not necessary. It's a beautiful day. And he's been greeted by hundreds of thousands. And then, boom, he's dead. Yeah. So then I watched JFK for the 500th time. Great movie. One of my favorite movies ever. That's another one. People get all upset about that movie. Like, they're spreading lies, and this is bullshit, and this isn't really, like, it's a movie. The guy's dead. It's a film. Yeah. It's, it's not a documentary. Right. But people are all up in our. I read like fifty articles about the movie and whole thing.
0: I do that too. I watch a movie, and then I go. I wonder what people thought about this, and I go reading and reading. The the reading takes longer than the movie. It
1: does. Well, well, not that movie. That movie's nine hours long, but one that of the best true. movies ever. And I just, I fucking, I
0: love that movie. Oh Jesus, great movie. I
1: mean to punch your that's warrior. a stone, right? Big stone. That's the best stone. I, I find him to be a little overrated too, to be honest with you. Mm. I mean, The Doors is okay. It's Platoon's okay. amazing. JFK is amazing. Platoon. Nixon's fine. Uh, WI actually like. I All guess right. I like him.
0: All right, you like him.
1: I like him. Maybe he's not overrated.
0: Uh-huh. Well, <laughs> Natural Born Killers was a piece of garbage.
1: That's okay. That's not great. But like, here's the thing, like this is the thing with Spike Lee. We're getting too wacky here. This is like right. a bonus. But uh,
0: the thing with Spike Lee,
1: like JFK and Platoon are two of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. All two right. are like the all-time great Films, almost inarguably, two of the best movies of all time. Cinema. Spike Lee, I'm like, where's his. I mean, do the right thing. It's powerful, but I'm like, is it one of the best movies of all time?
0: Nah, it's fun. It's cool looking. It's interesting. Yeah. All right. Anyways. Inside Man's Crap and uh, 25th Hour had moments. All right.
1: He got game, whatever. I don't Uh, know.
0: Yeah, that was something.
1: Uh, I'm checking my notes here. So, anyways, Dealey Plaza was fucking amazing and cool. And uh, how about this? I said there was no problem on the airplane, but there was one issue. There was a guy next to me eating a lollipop on the airplane.
0: Interesting. What are we talking, eight years old?
1: He was a grown man. But here's the thing. I'm doing a bit about it now. A lollipop, first of all, they don't even sell them at the airports. That's a from-home lollipop. (laughs) And it's too noisy to eat that close. It's like this.
0: Sucking on a home pop.
1: I'm like, dude, you, I'm getting horny over here. Yeah. Get the, out of here. The licking
0: the suction and the spittle. I hate that noise. Get the hell out of here with the home pop.
1: Too intimate.
0: Too intimate. It's going in and out, in and out. You, you rub it on the tongue a few times. It's clicking on the teeth.
1: It's sucky. There was there was teeth clicking. Teeth click. Distinct teeth clicking. Uh-huh. And just the sucking and the drool. I was like, God, I wanted to beat off, but I, I didn't like it. And then uh, how about this? This is the other thing. I was at LaGuardia going through the um, security. It was like, you know, the old, like, I think Gary Valentine. I can't remember if it was Kevin James or Gary Valentine. It was one of those two cousins. That white
0: guy? Well, they're cousins. I didn't know that. What? Maybe I did.
1: Yeah, they play. Well, they're brothers. They play cousins on the show. It's one or the other. All right. I think they're brothers and they play cousins on the show, or they're cousins in real life and play brothers on the show. I think they're brothers and they're cousins on the show. <laughs>
0: They're brothers. They're happy. Yeah, they're singing and they're colored. Give me a high five.
1: What's that? That sounds racist.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's the Wayans Brothers TV show theme. Oh, really? Yeah, Sean and Marlon. They're brothers and they're colored. I don't hey, like that. I didn't write the tune. Hey, I don't approve. Somebody got paid for that jingle.
1: Ah, uh, you're a jingle. So, anyways, you know, jingle here's a little bit. About the, the line, the bank line, you know, with yeah, the ropes, and then the there's maze. nobody in it. so You have to keep like going back and forth. Oh, it's classic. It was one of those, but like it's a TSA line, so it's like nine miles long, but there's nobody in it. So like you got to weave in and out about fifty times. Yeah, and I'm gonna really class list it up here. The lady, because I'm not a politician. That's the thing with po- political correctness. Polit- political correctness should be in politics. Aha! Uh-huh. Political correctness. Yes. Like not comedians not comedian. and civilians don't have to be.
0: Yeah. But
1: I would prefer a president not to be like they're fucking animals. <laughs> like just right. be like, oh, they're dangerous. Yeah. Or whatever. You know what I mean? It is weird to be like this fucking shithole over that's here. True. Like that's where we you want political correctness.
0: Yeah, in politics. Yes. Yeah. You should
1: try to be sound like you're a compassionate person.
0: Well, like back in the day, you get some Nixon tapes, and he was like, get those Negroes out of here. And you're like, whoa, I can't believe he's saying this. But I feel like now that's just how Trump talks. Yeah,
1: right? but he was doing it on a private phone yes, call. Yes, that's what it I'm saying. Like, it wasn't like a press conference. He yeah. was like, these fucking Jews. Right, like right. Motherfuckers, we got to get rid of them.
0: Yeah, we got to get rid of these Asians. Yeah,
1: which that we've talked about, that HBO, Nixon tapes, whatever it's called, uh-huh. Nixon on Nixon, whatever the hell it's called. He says, like, Kike, Jew, Black, Negro, oh, yeah. all kinds of crazy all stuff. All of
0: it. It's all in there. It's like a Def Jam set. All right, but anyways, let me let me get through this here. So I'm going through the
1: line, and right before I get there, it's a huge empty line, but the weave in and out, Yeah. there's a lady and her partner, and the lady's got, you know, wacky legs.
0: Wacky legs?
1: <laughs> She's got a couple of woodens, or they're not hooked up right, whatever it is, where the knees are kind of touching, and then the feet are way out here and dinged in. So she's doing like... It's like she's doing the Tootsie Roll. (laughs) It's like if you ziplocked someone's knees together, uh-huh. that's what she had. I don't know if it's polio or uh, it's HPV holiosis. or something. something's <laughs> up with her.
0: Yeah, she's got the uh, restless leg. Yeah,
1: she had wacky leg, and then her man is, like, <laughs> guiding her through. But I, I want to just be like, you got to let me go. Yes. Because immediately you see it start, and you're like, this is how you're going to be walking all the way up there?
0: Oh, yeah, we got. this is going to take hours.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the DSA guy, you know, he's up. A hundred yards away. He's this big. Yeah. And I'm just like, you got to be kidding me. Like, so right. I couldn't pass. I didn't feel like I felt awkward. So the line behind me is just like piling up. Uh, and I'm like, just let me go around. Right. I know you want to feel normal. empowered and normal, which is great. Sure. But like, just go ask. Yeah, Scoop past. Yes. Be aware of your, of your mutinism. Yeah. It's like, I, I feel bad and I hope you get some, you know,
0: arthritis what's cream.
1: thing you take? What's the cure for polio?
0: No, uh, penicillin. Penicillin. I hope you get some penicillin in yes. your
1: asshole or whatever. But So it took me about nine minutes to get up there, and you're just
0: like, Jesus Christ with these legs. Oh, yeah. She should play uh, for the Cowboys. Nobody can get by her. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> she's... How would that work? Because, you know, she's, she's blocking the scrimmage. I well, don't know. you could push her right over. I guess that's true. Yeah, I mean. But so... you feel bad because she's got the wackies. <laughs>
1: You don't feel bad on a football field. <laughs> a a TSLA line is different I, than a I football field. I don't know. Field. These
0: politically correct times, you're not going to push over a cripple.
1: Uh, I don't Yeah, maybe. They should try it. Yeah. Throw a fucking.
0: Throw a, uh, then there'd be all these blogs. Emmett Smith knocked over a cripple. <laughs> <laughs> He's still playing, right? That's not a bad idea. I'm sad. You, you, get, got a, some... you get a fullback
1: with a peg leg and a, a pair of thick glasses.
0: Yes, making a lesbian black woman in a wheelchair. Nobody's going to fuck with that. You don't want to get fired.
1: That's a great point.
0: Aha. Uh-huh. I have a point. All right. Somebody write that down. All
1: <laughs> right, <laughs> I'm recording this, fortunately.
0: Good point. How do you play the battery. battery. <laughs> One sliver uh, left still. Battery.
1: All right. You you talk for a while because uh. I want to kill myself. I feel bad about the legs uh, and no, the political correctness.
0: The legs the wackies. Uh, That's the name gonna... of the episode. <laughs> Wacky legs. You got that, Shelbo? <laughs> By the way, Shelby was a big hit. Apparently, everybody what? loved his intro. Oh, no kidding. He did like a gay intro where he talked for a minute about something and something, and people were like, poor Shelby! Wow, good for him. Yeah, that's all you get, Shelby. All right. Uh, Let me just uh, breeze through. I went to hometown sweet New Orleans. Ah,
1: JFK. Where it took place, the movie. Oh, that's right, Jim that's Garrison. Right. Yes, Clay Shock, Clay Burchard, David
0: Ferry. Oh yeah, we've got our uh, our tales of the the politics. are sub, we got Huey P. Long, the Kingfish. Oh wow, so that's a whole other bag of hammers. But yeah, so I went down to New Orleans, got picked up by. Oh, I was also bumped up to first class, and the flight was delayed. So I got to just sit there in first class, which is a dream. Hmm. Now, I mean, it sucks being delayed, but you're like, if I want to be delayed, yes, this is the place to do it. You got to... They did a thing where they go, uh, we're serving a lunch. Mm. We're serving a bowl, I mean a breakfast. We're serving a bowl of regular Cheerios or a hot turkey sandwich. Uh So who goes with the Cheerios? Yeah, well, I guess some
1: people, a hot turkey, it's too early in the morning maybe.
0: Yeah, it was on a croissant. So Mm. that might help. Oh, I see. Breakfast. breakfast ties. Ah, I got you. But, yeah, I mean, I was like, who's getting the cereal? And then the guy next to me got the cereal, and I was like, this guy's off. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. So he got the cereal. Sometimes a so, mood strikes you. I guess so, but not even Honey Nut.
1: Every once in a while you hear something, people go, oh, boy, I was eating a bowl of Fruit Loops, and it just, the wires get crossed. You sure. go, I need Fruit Loops now.
0: Yeah, I hear that. Maybe that's how men go gay. Uh,
1: no, because it usually doesn't linger. Once you get the bowl, you just suck one dick in that, and then you would be done.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. All right, so uh, Fruit Loop. So um, get down in New Orleans, hang out with the folks. Uh, I do a show. I got a show in Lafayette, Louisiana, which is about three hours out. Now I land in Louisiana. My dad picks me up. We hug. We go home. We, we, we uh, yuck it up a little bit. Two bulls elbowing each other, headlocks, the whole thing. Two boys back together again. Not really. We don't even talk. And I get home. He goes, ah, do whatever you want. There's food in the fridge. I go, all right, take it easy. I got work to do. I go, "Oh well, haven't seen you in three months. Good to see. Nothing's changed. Yeah. And uh, so I jump in the shower, and I I borrow my dad's car. I get a ride out to Vincent Zanbon. He's my opener. Oh. So he says he'll drive to Lafayette. So I drive to his house in Mid-City. Bullet holes in his windshield. I go, what, the what? happened here? And he goes, uh, oh, yeah, there was a drive, like a running shootout. Like people just Jesus. running by my house shooting each other. That's New Orleans, man. It's so fucking dangerous in that city. New, New York has nothing on New Orleans. It's lawless down there. So he's got bullet holes in his window, whatever. God damn. Yeah.
1: Flies must get in there occasionally.
0: Flies, people, you name it. So uh, bullet holes, the whole thing. And he's used to it. He's like, I've been here, living here my whole life, so what what are you going to do? And he said it happened at like four in the morning, so he just kept sleeping. Wow. And he lives like a normal neighborhood. It'd be like if somebody ran through here, just... And he's like, I heard it, too. And I just went back to bed. And I was like, wow. God. So we drive to Lafayette, three-hour drive, and man, I totally forget. I am from a Cajun swampy land. Yes. We drive from New Orleans to Lafayette, so you pass all these little... Cajun towns, and it's just, to your right and to your left, just swamp. There's gators in there. There's cranes and uh, raccoons jumping around. It's wild. There's moss hanging from the tree. It's beautiful. The sun is setting, and I'm like, man, I can't believe I'm from here. Ten minutes outside of New Orleans, and you're in the country. Yeah. You know, guys with banjos and no teeth, camo hats, the whole thing. We bull we uh what do you call it? barrel down to Lafayette. We get there, it's in the Double Tree Hotel. Already I see people like milling about. So I'm like it's going to be a good show. Love Lafayette's a, mill. a small college town and uh laugh is in there. Yes. That's fun. Don't worry I open with that. And uh <laughs> we get in there it's like a a co- conference room but it's big enough. There must've been like 200 something people in there. We sold it out. Killer show. One of the best shows I've ever had. Just knocking it out. Vincent killed up top. He did 20 up top lit it up this guy jason leonard runs the whole thing he said segura there nate bargazzi uh brian possein he like knows comedy
1: wow another jl a lot of jls in comedy jason leonard
0: yes is that right yeah yeah so uh yeah great guy knows comedy He's just running this beautiful amazing show in this perfect room out of a hotel in the middle of nowhere so cool that's what's great about comedy you just get in a car go there bust it out shake some hands take some photos and get out Love it. A- and a lot of Tuesdays there. Got some Chipotle cards. Got some hugs. Took a lot of pictures. Nice people. You know those people like, thanks for coming. We needed this. We love you. We get nothing down here. Blah, blah, blah. I love
1: that. Love a grateful audience. <laughs>
0: yes. And they're country southern fucks. So they don't get. there was no offended. There was no, oh boy, whoop, 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 that's a trigger dick and all that shit.
1: Yeah, they're much better audience.
0: They're better. Trigger gore. So uh, had a hot set. I'm just like, man, the hour is tight. It's humming. This, this is great. So we we steal a bunch of DoubleTree cookies. I get my paycheck. He's like, I gave you a little extra money. This was a killer show. Ooh. Great money. I'm like, man, you can really make a living on this. That's what I was thinking. Like, this is you could just travel and drive around and set up gigs. Yeah. So uh, we get the money. We get the key. I mean, we get the the cookies. We head back. Great night. I fall asleep on the ride back. I've had a few uh, Bud Lights. You know, I'm I'm. It's a three hour drive. It's dark. I go, wait, we should have a queef. Ah, uh, queef. So I get the the phone out, me and Vinny are doing a queef. It's a hot queef. I'm drunk. He's drunk driving. We're in the middle of the swamp. The, the moon is out. It's a great queef. I, I might have said too much. So if you want to hear some racy jizz, get on that.
1: All right. Yeah, get on the Patreon, folks. Sign up now. we we'll yeah. some fresh hot stuff coming later this week, too.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of good quality queefs. So uh, we get home, go to bed, wake up. Talk to the parents, hang out, go to lunch with my mom, the whole thing. She makes a big gumbo, the whole thing. I, I forget how Louisiana I am. It's all normal. I'm not just back eating gumbo with seafood. And then tonight is the night of the big One Eyed Jack show. One Eyed Jack. I've heard all about this One Eyed Jack. One Eyed Jacks is basically like our, our Gramercy Theater. It's like Ooh. a big room. Famous, all the big bands, all the big comics. Dave Attell did a set there during Roadwork. Oh, wow. That's the New Orleans show. And I did this room last year. We sold it. It was a big deal. It was like the first. I opened for Tom Rhodes there in like 06. Jesus. It was the first paid gig I ever did. So it's like the, the room's got a lot of history for me. So we go back. I just had a bad feeling. You ever get that?
1: Yeah, all the time. I was I'm all bad feelings.
0: Yeah, it was all long <laughs> over from the night before. So my anxiety's through the roof. Nothing worse than performing for people you know.
1: Oh There's God.
0: Nothing worse. I mean, I said it
1: before, and I'll say it again. I did the half hours in Boston. I'm oh. like, I'll never shoot or record anything in my hometown again. Yes. Because you're getting texts from your aunt being like, Can we get a better seat? And you're yes. like, you're like I, I, you these park? people hate me, the whole Yeah, exactly.
0: Right. So I'm just, I'm getting all these texts, like you said, it's it just, nothing's gelling, everything's bad, and I had a pretty good day. I snuck into the gym, I got a free smoothie uh, in New Orleans, so I had a good day, and then just the whole show, you know when you're like, oh man, it's three o'clock, the show's at nine, so that's six hours, mm-hmm. that's not enough time, I need more time. Six hours, and I still am not feeling good about it. Oh boy. That's where I was at. So... The show, I get a text from the, my friend who puts it on, and he's like, hey, the show's not at 9. The show's at 10. Stop writing 9 everywhere. I was like, oh, show's at 10. That's a little late, huh? He's like, "Well, it's a Saints game," and I'm like, there's a Saints game? Uh, but the, the whole sh- city shuts down in New Orleans during a Saints game. Everybody, it's a home game. Everybody's at the Superdome. It's a big deal. I know, but these
1: pre this that happen in Dallas too? This preseason shit. Get yes! out of here with the preseason. Get out of here. Do People it or like go- you, you see the Patriots game. You see the, I'm like, no, it's preseason. I, Who gives a fuck? Exactly. What's wrong with you? I it's know. embarrassing enough that our lives are consumed by regular season, but this yeah. preseason shit. Get out of here with preseason. Sing
0: it, sister. It doesn't
1: count. Pre-cut. So I love pre cum.
0: Do you? I don't like it. Yeah,
1: well, I like whatever you like.
0: <laughs> all right, well, keep away from my lady. So, uh, so I'm like, oh, the show's at ten. So my my buddy texts me and he goes, hey, uh, there's a show at eight thirty. You should come swing by. And I go, oh, all right. So I'll get a little pre cum before the big show. Yeah. So I go to that show. Bomb. Not a good set. Oh, I'm in my head. I'm freaking out.
1: That's why you hate pre cum.
0: Exactly. It's very sticky. And I'm pregnant. So I like to taste it I bomb on the pre come show. So I, I now I mosey on over and I'm just ah, bombed on that show. The anxiety's through the roof, not feeling good. I get there. I'm getting a million texts. We can't get in. Where Where are we going to sit? They got us in weird seats. Uh, can you tell the door guy to let us in? We don't want to pay. Come on. I'm your friend. Hook me up. All my high school friends, college friends. These guys are animals, man. These are just drunk, blue collar, scary meathead white guys. Yeah. And uh, so I was like, ah, damn it. All right. So I, I I got two openers doing 10 minutes each, trying to throw the new guys a bone. One guy, first guy goes out, does okay, good set. They're not really they don't really care though. Mm. And then the second guy goes out, does well. Again, they don't really give a shit. And He keeps doing like, "Don't worry, Mark's coming out soon. Don't worry, don't worry." And they're yeah. kind of like, "All right, all right." And then I go out and I, I got him. I got him. I, I, it, it felt like I had to wrangle a bull. I'm like, hold the bull. Like, I got this thing. I got it. And then it just slowly started unraveling as more mm. time went on, more drinks. You know, you start to excuse a few. Like, hey Richie, where you, where you at? You know. And then like, then you're like, all right, I'll just forget that ever happened. And then like, hey, hey, give me another Jäger. You know. And then I'm like, all right, forget forget. And now, now there's 800 of those going on at once. Ugh. And I just, I just, I nosedive. I'm like, I'm. Fucking forty minutes into this hour, said, "I just want to get off clean. Let me do my closer and dismount, but I can't do it." At one point, I'm in the middle of a bit, and a lady walks up to the stage and just slides a whiskey across the stage and like hits oh, me in the foot. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, this is a this is a fucking wild west. So I'm like, God damn! it. Well, that. But thank you for the drink. But I'm trying. You know when you want to just snap on an audience, go, you fucking asshole! Shut the fuck up! You're all animals. Will you blow me, you piece of shit? What are you doing? Of course, yeah. But I could. You know, you, you, know, you know, we all know not to do that. You got to just keep cool, par for the course, stay the course. Mm-hmm. And I, I couldn't do it. I, I broke. And I had the people in the front on seats loving the show, and then everything behind the first five five rows was just mayhem. Just jumping around, doing shots, headlocks, high-fiving, filming me, showing each other shit on their phones. It was over, because that's all standing. Yeah,
1: it's hard to keep the attention.
0: It was brutal. And it's 10 o'clock. They all went to the Saints game. They got a tan. They got a hangover. They're all ruined. So... I'm just, I just go. This is the fucking worst show. Fuck all of you guys. This, I can't believe I came back for this shit. I, I, and it got personal because it's oh, my hometown. Boy. These are my people. Oh, boy. And so I let them have it. It was like, you know, when you, you your dad yells at your friend, that's one thing. But when he yells at you, he's gonna give it to you. Yes. And these are my kids. It felt like. So I was like, fuck. This is a horrible show. You guys are the worst on it. You don't get it. You don't do comedy. And you know why it hurt the most is because it felt like they were trying to. Oh, Mark's gonna go do his little puppet yes. show bullshit he's gonna oh let's go let's go I support him on his feeling. dumb uh, little uh acting thing his little talent show i'm like no this is a fucking art form i've bust my ass for over a decade for. i've done television you cocksuckers come on that's why it hurt that
1: it's very hurtful it's all very uh personal your, when you're in to your town yes and
0: it's your town these are you, supposed to be your people sit down shut up i worked on this this is my bread and butter this is all i got so, boy, I was, was crestfallen, to use that word I never use. I never heard of that one. It's, uh, I don't know what it means, but it sounds right.
1: Well, it means like the crest has fallen, I guess.
0: Yeah, well, the Crescent City. <laughs> Is it? That's what they call New Orleans. Mm. It's shaped like a crescent moon. On a map, but yeah. So I went in the green room, and of course the book comes back. My friend Ronnie's like, "That was great. We sold it out. What a show!" And a couple of friends come back, and so you gotta like, you you want to kill yourself, and you're sweaty, and you hate yourself, and you gotta go. Oh hey hey, all right. They go, "That was fucking awesome. The way you yelled at us was fucking killer. We love you." Ah. Mm. And they're like, "Come outside, take some pictures, do some shots." And you're like, "That's the last thing I want to do." And I'm like, "Is there a back door?" I'm talking to Ron. How the hell do I get out of here? But it was it was fine, and I I just sat in the green room for like an hour until everybody left and I got a million tech. Where are you? We're here. Come meet us. We're here. We're here. We're here. And I just waited and uh, met up with Ron at his uh, apartment and uh, we did some drugs, smoked some weed and drank a little more. And then I went home. I got home at like five in the morning and uh, oof, that was a real kick in the dick.
1: It's tough. Cause that, actually when that's the whole trip. The whole plan is that.
0: Yeah. And then it stinks. Exactly. It's and a I, bad trip. And Lafayette was so great.
1: Well, at least you had that. I guess that helps. That helps, yeah. But, man, yeah, that feeling of uh, you just want to get out of it. That's The hardest thing in comedy is not eating it. Uh-huh. It's having to talk to and whoever after. Yes. You just want to leave like Dylan out the back door and into the van. Right, right. But you come back, and then the people are like, ah, it was And there's nothing worse. I had this experience, too. When people are treating it like it wasn't bad. When you are like, ah, oh, no, you're oh, crazy. You're like, this, no, you're a fucking crazy. Be or empathetic. It. I've been doing comedy for so long. I know what horrible is. Yeah, yeah. That exactly. was it. That was it. Because I, I had a similar experience. That not it wasn't home. So it was less stakes, uh, or lower stakes, whatever. But it was Dallas Late Show Friday. And if any Tuesdays were at the Late Show Friday, uh, I apologize. I want to give you your money back. I'm not gonna. But it was. <laughs> One of the worst shows I've ever had in my life.
0: Uh, After one of the best shows.
1: No, but early show Saturday, I had the worst Friday night. Late was one of the worst shows I've ever done in my life. Early show Saturday, one of the best shows I've ever had. So there was some Tuesdays there. Early show Saturday, God bless you. Thank you for coming. I got a couple gift cards. Appreciate it. Praise Allah. But that late show Friday, it was one of those ones where you're looking and you're making eye contact, and you're like, these people are
0: not interested. Right.
1: They're done and. I think clubs should do away with Late Show Friday. Interesting. Late Show Saturday is tough, too. Like, Providence Comedy Connection does one show, one nine p.m. on Friday. Yeah, that's true. it's just people have just... First of all, I think most people go to bed at, like, 10 p.m.
0: Or they want to party. Go party.
1: Yes, exactly. Well, those are the two things. People in real life, a lot of people go to bed before 10. They work jobs, they're hard jobs, manual labor, whatever. And so, like, on a Saturday, they stay out late. But on a Friday, a lot of people, like... They woke up at fucking 7 in the morning, 6 in the morning, and now at like 10 o'clock, the show starts at 10.30, and you're up there late. It's fucking midnight. Yeah. They've paid their check. They're just drunk and exhausted. It's not even their fault. They're just like, what is this? What are you talking about? And you can just feel the uh, apathy.
0: Yeah, and the this guy's not that good.
1: Yes, you can feel that feeling of like nobody thinks I'm good here. That sucks. They were done. Or if you do a late show Friday, the show should just be an hour total. Right. Do like seven minutes, 10 minutes, 40 minutes, whatever. Like let's get out of here. Yeah. Man, that was a rough one. It just it sucks. And you just want to like bomb straight up, but you have to continue to be courteous. Like, yeah. all right, have a good night. The wait staff, take
0: care. I know. And the crazy thing is it's so hard for us. We will be we'll be in the hotel room at, at two in the morning going, Man, I just fucking died. I'm covered in sweat. I hate myself. What is this the right career choice? And people are killing to get where we are.
1: Right. Yeah. And
0: we're sitting there going, God, this is so hard. And that's why, like, I was watching Bill Maher the other day and he's like, Hey man, I paid my dues. I did the clubs. And I'm like, I'm in the clubs. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing the thing. And happy to be doing the thing that you're calling paying dues. It's
1: it's brutal, and you just people are drawing, and they're ordering, and you're just like you're in the middle of a bit that you worked hard on. You wrote and you recorded, and you re-listened to it and changed a yeah. word, another thing. And as you're doing it, you just hear fucking yeah, oh another uh, Jager bomb. and another Bud Light, and then and then you're just like fuck, and that's not even the worst. <laughs> they're ordering a drink. They need a drink. Sometimes you just hear people be like, after that, where do you want to go? We'll go to Steve's? Yes. And you're like, you're just making plans, and this person's looking at their phone. like People in the front row looking at their phone, where you're like, are you kidding me? I'm right I here. I
0: have feelings. Also, how about this one, where you, you see people having a full-on conversation up in the front, and you go, hey, hey, what are you guys doing? Like, I'm right here. I can hear you, and they go... Oh, you're just not that funny. Yeah. And you go, but you're not even listening. You have to listen to the setup to get the punchline. You can't just... What am I supposed to do? Do a pratfall every 10 seconds to keep you interested? Should I be juggling? Should I be doing, you know, animal tricks? No. What is it?
1: They've decided... That sounds like a good serial, animal tricks. Oh, They've yeah. decided that they're not enjoying it, that you're not good, that it's a waste of time. They don't yeah. want it. But I'll tell you, I, I, I wanted to kill my... We were texting... You, me, and Sam were all texting that, that night. And it's so brutal, those late shows... Sometimes it just feels like you have no chance. Then the next day, yes. Saturday, went and played tennis with my pal Brian Witt. I think it's Witt, but I like to I like to pronounce W's with V's. It's fun to me. German. Yeah, it's fun. Anyways, great guy. He wants to give you a tennis lesson too when you're down there if you're oh, interested. Sounds like a euphemism. Uh, but uh, he puts the racket right in your ass. <laughs> All right. Great guy. We had a great, uh, great tennis game. It was like 150 degrees, but we had fun. Had some good talks. Good guy. Anyways, then. Late, uh, early show Saturday, one of the best sets I've ever had in my life. I just listened to it on the way down here. Where you, you ever listen to a set and you're like, I'm the best comedian. This yeah, is crazy. I'm killing. And then you listen to the next night set or the late show and you're like, oof, i got to kill myself. Yeah. Somewhere, I had the highest of high and lowest of low back-to-back shows. It was, yeah. it was crazy. I was like, i got to quit comedy. Literally. I was like, I should just pursue uh, another thing. This is stupid. And then the very next show, you're like, wow, I think I... I think I'm ready to shoot a special. I mean, this is crazy. Yeah,
0: yeah. And you want to just send that to your manager and be like, send this to Netflix. They'll give me whatever I want. I guarantee it.
1: Yeah. So it's a up ups and downs, over and out. suck my dick, up my ass. Uh, and around the corner. But
0: Yeah, so I, I'm just down a bunch of whiskey after that show. I just got to come off that ledge. And I get home. I get my parents' car home at you know 5 a.m. Of course, they hear everything. I'm trying to like. It's funny because I'm, I'm a kid again. I'm walking up the stairs all slow. I have to pass by their bedroom. Every crack. Ee- I'm terrified because my parents, when they get up, they ask a million questions and they're going to give me a guilt trip. They're brutal. So I get into my bedroom. I just pass out. I wake up. I'm so hung out, like biblically hung over the Mm. next day. All that whiskey, no water before bed, no Tylenol, just conked out. So hung over. And I can't leave the bedroom because they will just ambush me they'll You're be like embarded. yeah where were you what time to get the car home how was the show what are you drunk are you hung over what's going on ah, they, they they god they're the worst so i i can't leave i'm like a kid again so i i go i gotta pee so bad i got that hungover piss i see the smoothie cup Ooh. I piss on the smoothie cup oh nice good so, for you so now the shame is through the roof the anxiety is on full tilt i'm, I'm hung over i had a big bomb i at my parents i'm in my childhood bed peeing in a plastic cup Just like, what am I doing with my life? God damn it, I hate this. So I suck it up. I just beeline to the bathroom. I shit out a real big PBR can. Take a hot shower, brush my teeth, try to get through the hangover. I walk out of the shower. I got a towel on my legs. My dad goes, hey, what are you, hungover? I go, ah, fuck. And he just nailed me to the wall, and it was his birthday, so I gave him a card. We hung out. Now I'm playing with my niece. My brother shows up. I'm playing with my niece hungover, which is a bad feeling. Yeah. Uh, She's five. Cute kid. But I realized throughout this whole thing, me and my, da- my dad found a bunch of Dean Martin variety show DVDs. Oh, that's fun. I got them on the shelf up there. That's he fun. found that at a garage sale, so he bought them. He's like, you like comedy. Oh, and that's very thoughtful. It's very thoughtful. And he's like, we should watch one. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. You know, you know, you get that thing. You're like, I'll hang. I'll put it on my wall, but I'll never watch one. Right. I don't even have a DVD player. We put one on. It was killer. Oh, yeah. Jonathan Winters, Woody Allen, Bill Cosby, other rapists. They were all on there, and uh, like Lucille Ball, uh, Rowan, and Martin are very funny. Oh,
1: yeah, laughing. Laughing. Yeah, that was a big show.
0: I mean, Bill Cosby looks like a teenager. Woody Allen did a stand up set. It was killing. And I was like, these are killer shows. It was so cool to see like comedy, it does get dated. But funny's funny.
1: Funny's funny. Woody Allen loves teenagers, by the way.
0: That's true. Uh, the Asian persuasion.
1: Funny's funny. I, lo- I love that shit. It's funny. It feels like 60s, 50s and 60s comedy and even 30s comedy holds up better than 80s comedy. Isn't oh, that weird? for sure. For sure. Like, you sure. watch the Marx Brothers, you're like, this is brilliant. I'm off my ass laughing. And yeah. I watch, like, Evening the Improv, I'm like, this is dog shit. Dog shit. It's weird that 50 years earlier, well, I guess also Marx Brothers are just better than fucking Maybe. Carol Leifer or whatever.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Elaine have, Boozler still sucks. Oh, we got to pick a guy here. I mean, this uh, is Uh so What's that guy? George Tim Allen. Oh. Ugh, ugh, yeah, he ugh. sounds like him. <laughs> All right, so I, I got. So we we leave. Big finale. Finale. I leave there. My parents drive me to the airport. It was a whirlwind of a trip. A lot of ups, a lot of downs. The whole thing. Get on the airplane. First class again. Love it. Guess who's in first class? Two seats behind. me. Let me, me guess. I want to guess. Take it now. Now do some math here. I'm doing math. Don't don't condescend to me. I know
1: what's going on here. New Orleans. Jim Garrison's dead. Clay Shaw's dead. Harry
0: Anderson's dead.
1: Let me think. All right, gotta be. uh, I'm gonna say. uh, I'm gonna say. uh, I don't know
0: how you would ever get it. Oh, it's pretty uh, out of left anal here. Oh, all right,
1: Reggie Bush. No. All right. That's my only guess. I don't want to run out of time.
0: Daryl Hammond. Oh. oh. He's a big drunk. What's he going do with New Orleans? I guess he's a big booze bag. He wanted to have a weekend. No, he's know. sober. Is he? Yeah, he's been oh. sober for years. Oh, good for him, Daryl. Don't put that out
1: there that he's drinking.
0: Oh, all right. I, I didn't see him drinking. I just assumed he was a big piece of garbage. Well,
1: you gave me Daryl Hammond. I thought you were going to like think New Orleans. He's like quintessentially
0: New York. <laughs> well, I just assumed he was a big booze hound who wanted to have a big But even that, I mean,
1: it could be a booze. You could go to Vegas. You could go to... They have booze in Chicago. I thought you were giving me, like, some southern... (laughs) Daryl Hammond's like, uh, you know,
0: he's New York. All right. I think he does the warm-up or something for us. And he does the voice. He
1: does the voice. He's the new uh, voice guy.
0: What was that guy's name? I can't remember.
1: Don Pardo. Pardo. Yeah. Nailed it. That was a good
0: polo. Pulled that... Pardon my interruption. So, <laughs> fly back, get back to the Big Apple. Now it's Sunday night. Do an hour set at the Fat Black. Always a good time. Then I get a call from an old chum, and he said, "Hey, oh crazy question. The VMAs is tomorrow. They want you to. They want a, a guy just to do like ten minutes to get the crowd juiced up before they start the show. Wow. Would you want to do it?" And I go, "Fuck yeah." and I had a seller spot, so I texted Esty, and I go, I'm sorry, I'm hosting the VMA. I said, I'm hosting the VMAs. <laughs> and she was like, oh, that's exciting. And I was like, yeah, sorry for the last-minute cancellation. Video Music Awards. Thank you. The layman's. Radio City Music Halls. 9 p.m. show, you know, Kevin Hart and Aerosmith and the other guy, Pink, is there, One Direction, whoever else, Cabela, Melissa. I don't
1: don't know any of these people anymore. Shawn
0: Mendes. Yeah, all these people are at the Jersey Shore is there, Rihanna, whatever you want to, Ariana, Latte. So... I was like, all right. They're like, a car's going to pick you up at 645, wear a suit. And I go, oh, my God. They're like, we're going to get you credentials. Suit. Yeah, this is like a big thing. I'm like, oh, my God. I was like, can I bring a lady? Like, bring the lady. So she's like, you're wearing a suit. She wears a ball gown. Oh, wow. So we get in, We get in the car. Uber driver from Russia named James Bond. I have a what? photo. I took a photo of his license. Come on. Yeah. James Bond, he's the worst driver of all time. Took us an hour to get to Radio City from my house. It's 30 blocks away. Then... We get in. It's mayhem down there. We're out in the. We're in the bowels of the radio city. There's like a talent holding area. It was like the kids in the cages in Mexico. And there's like shitty food, open bar. Like just stay here. We'll come get you. So now I start thinking like, what am I doing exactly? No one has prepped me. There's been no briefing, oh no boy. nothing. I don't know what clean, dirty. Do I do jokes? Do I just hype them up? What do I do here? So. People keep coming up to me like, okay, got to fill out some paperwork. Do that. I'm like, do you know what I'm doing? They're like, we have no idea. I don't even know who you are. I'm just, they were just told me to hand you this. I'm like, oh, God. All these PA people are coming up to me. So now, you know, an hour goes by and they're like, okay, the show is going to start in 10 minutes. And I go, I'm so scared by this point because I'm, I'm starting to freak out. It's all these young kids. I'm the oldest guy there by a mile. Oh. My gal is way younger than me and she feels old. So we're in there. There's all these people like, oh, my God, that's what's-her-face. That, and all, all these girls dolled up, cleavage, makeup, no idea who they are. These are probably like huge, famous YouTube stars or something. So eventually I start going, you know it would be amazing? There's a million people down in this. It's like a big room, a million hot people. It'd be great if they just forgot about me, and they have to pay me.
1: Oh, that would be nice. That would be
0: ideal cuz I start getting real nervous now. I'm like panicking. This is like a late night where like comedy's coming up. They have no idea who I am or what I'm doing. There's 3,000 people in Radio City just like squawking. So I'm like I think there's more, by the way. Is it more than 3,000? It's 55. 55,000. 100. Oh, that makes sense. All right, <laughs> 5500. Yeah, all right, maybe. Yeah, crank it, it up for the story at sir, least. There's three balconies full of just Good-looking teenagers.
1: 5,000 people, plus crew. There's a TV.
0: Crew, camera, everything. There's 6,000 people, Big light show behind me that says VMA. I mean, they're really going for it here. And so I'm like, maybe they'll forget. The show starts at 9. It's like 8.55. I think I'm good. And she's like, yeah, maybe. Because we've been down there two hours now just eating shitty dumplings. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to have a drink. So I get a tequila. I'm drinking the tequila. She's got a wine. And I'm like, I think we pulled this off. And I was like, we should just go up there. And just watch the show just for a little bit. Watch some Aerosmith or Ariana Grande and get the hell out of here. She's like, all right, fuck it. So I go up to the bar, I go get a drink, and some guy goes, Mark! Mark Norman! And I was like, Huh, ah, it's this fat guy, bald guy with a headset on. He goes, Mark Norman! I go, what? And he goes, you're on! And I go, oh, my God! so he grabs me by the, the, the lapels, and he just throws me in there. Now I'm in this hallway with, like, 50 people. It's like Ellis Island. We're all, like, trying to scoot by. And then we get backstage, there's camera crew everywhere, there's guys in black shirts. You know, go, go! It's like the Marines! And one guy... Old guy hands me a microphone, a cordless mic, and he goes, All right, you're going to go out there, and do 10 minutes. And I pull out a sheet, and he goes, Oh, good. You got all the bands and the artists? And I go, These are my jokes. And he goes, Jokes? <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? I'm like, What are you talking about? He's like, They didn't brief you? I was like, They told me. I've been sitting down there for two hours. They didn't tell me a goddamn thing. So he goes, Oh, wow. This is going to be weird. I go, What do you mean it's going to be weird? Now I'm panicking. I'm like, Look, man, just tell me what I'm doing. Uh, what, what's going to happen? He's like, all I know is you're going to go out there for 10 minutes, and after 10 minutes, I'm going to come get you. I'm like, come get me? Jesus. Can't you light me? He's is like, no, no. He's, he's like, I'm going to come out on stage and pull you off. And I go, is that going to ruin the show? He's like, show? We're both on two different planets here. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I have no fucking idea. Just tell me what you want. And he's like, I don't know what you're supposed to do, but you might want to get this crowd going because that's what you're being paid for. I was like, all right. And at this point, it was like a fight or flight moment. I'm like, all right, I just accepted it. Like, this is going to be brutal. I don't know what's going to happen. He doesn't know what's going to happen. The audience definitely doesn't know.
1: So So who's hosting the show? No host. There's no host. There's no host
0: now. What? It's just. A presenter comes out. It's like a presenter out, just comes out there. And okay. then they leave. Then a band plays. and another presenter. Then a band plays. Oh, and, my you know, God. It's mayhem. And the whole thing is people running around rampant, just girls in like tight dresses and high heels. Like, well, we don't know where to go. And then some guy like, get out of the way. Ah! It was insane. It was like a zoo. So they send me out. People are seating. I'm looking up. It's three giant balconies, a huge ceiling, crazy cameras on jibs and cranes swooping all over me, light flashing disco ball. And I'm like, hey, everybody, uh, how you guys feeling? Ah, like three people go, Whoo. they're all seated. They're all drinking. They're all talking to each other, doing selfies. And I'm like, ah, who's from New York? Ah, like three people. No one cares. So I go. All right, this is weird. I'm just pointing at a guy. Look, that guy looks like a weirdo, huh? And they're all dressed from the future. They're all these hip kids. I'm like, This guy's got a mohawk, and he's got dreadlocks, and he's 88 years old. He's wearing a trash bag.
1: And a lot of them are in the biz. Aren't, aren't the artists in the audience, too?
0: A lot of artists. So it's all very surreal. I'm just like, I'm just bombing, and I'm like outside of my body going, this is insane. I'm holding a cordless mic. I'm in a suit at Radio City in front of a million children bombing, and then... J Lo walks right next to me. J Leno. J uh, Lopez. Oh, Lopez. J Lopez with Aaron. A Rod. What? That's her husband. A Rod's there. He walks right by, but they walk like, like literally, like two feet away from me. They just walk oh right by God. me because I'm on some kind of weird lip, and they have to go down into the pit, the orchestra pit, and I'm, I'm standing she's got above some weird the lips. pit. Yeah, she does. She's 50-something. She looks great. Is that right? Yeah, she looks amazing. He looked great, too. He was, like, shiny and golden brown. It was beautiful. Wow. So I'm like, oh, my God, look at that. There's J-Lo. And I just point to her, and she's like, what? She gives me this face like, don't gesture to me. Oh, my God. You're not even supposed to look her in the eye. And I'm just like, hey, there's J-Lo on a giant microphone. And then like some other guy walks by. I'm like, I bought Coke from that guy. And the crowd's going like, ooh, this is not fun. I'm like, hey, look, he looks like a pedophile. And they're like, huh? It was so bad. I'm bombing horribly. And at one point, I see one guy in the crowd laughing. Oh, Everyone that's nice. else is not. It's Scott Rogowski. Oh,
1: Scotty. You know Rogowski? I love Rogowski. HQ,
0: he's the host. He's the, you know, the quiz guy.
1: This is so funny because a couple weeks ago, I fucking ate my shit at Aussie Fest uh-huh. and walked off stage and Rogowski was like, hey, man, that was tough. Let's go uh-huh. hang. He's like the bomb angel.
0: He is. He's the Guardian Bomber. It's <laughs> really fun. So he's in a like a funny blue suit, like a Dumb and Dumber I kind I had of the suit. same thing. Oh, look at that. He,
1: had, he looked like the question mark guy. Yes. He had like a weird, wacky suit.
0: Matthew Lesko or whatever. God bless him. He comes over and gets a selfie with me as I'm bombing, it, he writes Hell Gig on Instagram, <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. That's great. So I'm bombing, and I see Ariana Grande. I'm like, Hey, look at that! She's tiny, not much of a Grande. And I'm basically getting booed at this point. I'm just going, I don't know why they hired me. This is crazy. Why am I here? Nobody, well, you guys don't want me here. And I can see people shaking their head. And like one, there's a like a PA, like grip lady, walks up next to me with a clipboard because she's just working. And I go, Hey, what's your story? And she goes, Ah. I'll ah. talk to me. And she's like, No, no, you're not bringing me down. The whole place was like, What is this guy doing here? Leonard Oots is in the back. He's filming the whole thing. Oots is there. Oots is there because he's 21 or whatever, you know. <laughs> so, Leonard Oots, a friend of ours, fellow comic, funny guy. Yeah, he, he's
1: on the Patreon live episode. That's right. He
0: calls me ugly real a bunch. That's right. Funny guy. And he's filming. He's going, look at this, you know, N-word bobbing. You know, he's going nuts. He's having a blast. And eventually the old guy walks up and he goes, he's waving me in like, get the fuck off. Get the fuck off. They hate you. They hate you. And he goes, what was that? I go, what do you mean, what was that? He's like, you fucking died out there. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. So that was it. Wow. It was all very surreal. And I went back and I went back into the holding area and the, they wouldn't let the girl go with me. And she was like, what happened? You were gone like 10 seconds. I was like, 10 seconds? That felt like three days. Wow. It was insane. Because you'd realize these are all the hippest, coolest, best looking people And these are the people that made fun of me in high school. Right. They're not going to get me.
1: But they're the people we make fun of now. They're fucking idiots.
0: Their whole thing. I'm like, you guys are all dorks and losers. You got to dress up like spacemen to get some attention. You have no talent. You're nerds. You came from Long Island. Fuck you. I'm a comic. At one point, I had a a joke bomb ago. I did it on Tonight Show two weeks ago. Blow me. I'm I'm like losing it up there. And uh, you just realize, like. If somebody could see this, they would realize how funny it is from an outside view. Right. But in the moment, they're like, "This guy sucks. Who is this? Who hired this guy?" And you want it's such a funny situation because you're like, "This whole thing is funny," and you can't see that. Right. Thank God for like Rogowski and Leonard Dudes because they're like, "This is crazy."
1: Yeah, because they get it. They get it. But it's so funny to think of MTV. Like MTV is where like Dennis Leary broke and I like know.
0: Adam Sandler, Colin Quinn. Yeah,
1: it's so funny to think that they used to be this kind of comedy network. And now it's this. Too hip for their own hip.
0: They don't get it. They're so in a bubble. They're so outside of the real world. Like, Kevin Hart came out at one point, and he was doing jokes. And they're like, no, nah, he's funny. And you're like, yeah, yeah, he's funny, but I'm funny too. But right. you, they couldn't see it. The, yeah, the whole wow. thing was crazy. But I did it for the story. Yeah, of course. And the money must have been decent. Money was decent. But it's one of those things where I was in the back going, if they don't call me up, I'll be completely fine. Yeah.
1: But I think that all the time. There was a big storm in Dallas. I'm like, I would like the club to get hit by
0: lightning and burn down it would right be now. great. But I will say I'm glad I did it now because I get to say I did. I got to stand on that stage and look up there. I mean, after that gig, this is a bold statement, but after that gig, I feel like I can do a lot of gigs. Yeah, yeah. Because it was so horrific. Yeah. Just the beautiful people glaring at you. Is glaring a word? I think so. Glearing at glaring at me. Probably, glaring. Yes. Beautiful people glaring at me in disgust for a certain period of time as you try to do your favorite thing that you're somewhat good at Yeah, is jarring. It's strange,
1: but don't you feel like you get to a point Where, like, with these bombs where you're like, you know you're skilled, this is just the situation, it becomes funny. You're like, obviously, I'm a good comedian, this is just a ridiculous situation, so I'll just enjoy it.
0: Uh, Yeah, I know that in my logic brain, but the self-esteem side of me is like, ah, you should have been able to, him. somebody, a a regular warm-up guy would have gotten him. So, you know, it always fucks with you. But then me and the lady watch some show. We, uh, we made fun of everybody. We stood in the back and made fun of everybody, which is like, all right, I'm a comedian again. Yeah. This is what you're supposed to be doing. And, you know, girls are walking by in heels, and they're, like they like, fucking barely standing up because they, they're they too young to know how to use them. Right. And it's uh, they're all glittery and weird. And we got the hell out of there and went and got drinks at a bar and talked about it. It was, it was a great night. That's great. Yeah. So I, that's another thing I wanted to say. In New Orleans, I went and had lunch with my brother, and we got takeout. And I'm just sitting there with him and his wife, and his his wife is pregnant. Her baby is due tomorrow. Wow. wow. Yeah. So I got to see that thing. Like, there was a leg hanging out of her cooch. It was so close. But I was like, man, this is the most boring life. Mm. And I love the guy. He's my brother, and she's my step sister in law, whatever you call it. And this is my niece. And you got a kid on the way, which is very exciting. But I would not trade this for uh, anything in the world. Good
1: life, fun life. It's a fun thing to do. It's a fun. It's different. endeavor.
0: Yes, it's variety. It's adventure. It's weird. It's unpredictable. It's the best.
1: Very exciting. I the, love it.
0: There's comics right now who are going, I got a fucking mic tonight. I'm going to bomb. I got some weird one-nighter in Poughkeepsie. It's all great. Live it up. Enjoy it. And kiss your uncle.
1: And And if you'd like to see some live comedy, you can see us coming up soon.
0: The improv in Hollywood. Yes. October 30th.
1: October 30th. Don't miss that. Uh, Come on out. Get your ticket. The ticket link is up now. We've tweeted it. It's up there. Go to hollywoodimprov.com, whatever the fuck it is.
0: Some are sold.
1: I hope so. I hope a bunch are sold. We got some big, big guests. It's going to be hot. Uh, uh, What else is coming? I got Cleveland coming up. Hilarities Cleveland in September. Huntsville. I don't even know the name of the comedy club there. Huntsville, Alabama. Go to my website, Comedian Joe List. Uh, check out the Patreon. The Patreon is really hot and uh, heavy right now. White hot. White hot. Bubbling. It's and um, I'm trying to say
0: that more. It's humming.
1: Go watch uh, Netflix Season 2 of The Stand-Ups. Hit up my Facebook fan page, there Comedian Joe List, Twitter, Instagram, all that horse shit. Thanks for coming. Everyone that came out in Dallas, you guys were uh, so kind. Everyone that came out in Albany, thank you. It's so much easier and better and nicer and comforting and pleasing to do shows where there's fans in the audience.
0: Oh, God, we need you. You know, they say you get 10% of people who like you in there, it, it, it influences the entire room.
1: Yes, for sure.
0: So, yeah, I'll be at uh, Hyenas in uh, Tejas, like we just talked about. I'll be at the Omaha Funny Bone, uh, Cincinnati Funny Bone. Going all off memory here, Seattle Laughs, Zany Chicago, Pittsburgh Improv, uh, Gotham Comedy Club in New York City, Stress Factory in New Jersey, Uncle Vinny's in New Jersey, back to back, terrible routing there. Uh, check the website, marknormancomedy.com, hit us on Twitter, hit us on Instagram, we all we, we, we chronicle our lives with the photos, so be sure to check that out, hit the Patreon. yell at Chipotle, we both ate there today, they owe us blow us and show us we love you all go gay tell a friend and uh, eat your own lunch yep